Actually, I've finished up in America. That's a pity. Are you going to stay in Australia? He shook his head. I'm not sure. I might end up somewhere in Asia. Well, enjoy your drink. Champagne always feels like a celebration, doesn't it? I'll be back with the dinner menu shortly. It didn't feel like a celebration. Chris sighed and ran his hand through his thick hair. While he was looking forward to seeing his daughter and his mother, he still thought about all that he was leaving behind. As Washington, D.C. was the political hub of the world, he had relished his political assignments. But he'd also had a knack for finding offbeat stories, and whenever he'd had the chance, which was not as frequently as he would have liked, he'd headed out on the road in his five-year-old Lexus to track them down. Over time, he had managed to cover conventions, rallies, quirky beauty pageants, agriculture events, rodeos, disasters, and life in city slums, as well as rural and suburban small-town USA, which, for him, made up the fabric of modern America. He'd enjoyed the experiences, as they had given him a much deeper insight into the country, and these stories had proved to be popular with Australian readers. But even as he regretted leaving the States, Chris knew that no matter what sources he'd found and contacts he'd made there, he remained an outsider, for the Foreign Press Corps never had the advantages of local media on home turf. And while he had made American friendships and socialised with his colleagues, as well as members of the International Press Corps, his nomadic life had meant he hadn't fostered deep relationships. He guessed that some of the women in his circle had been attracted to him, but his work had precluded his making any lasting connections. And after a painful and expensive divorce some years ago, he had no intention of leaping into another commitment any time soon. Chris finished his champagne and kicked off his shoes, glad the seat beside him remained empty. In the oasis of the upstairs cabin, he pulled out his book but when a flight attendant came by with magazines and newspapers, he put it aside and asked for a copy of The Economist and The Wall Street Journal. He quickly became absorbed in a lengthy article on the continuing Middle East negotiations as the plane began to taxi along the runway. Then he leaned back and closed his eyes as the lights of Los Angeles airport shrank below him. As the plane began to level out... Chris's thoughts turned to his 14-year-old daughter, Megan, and he realised how much he was looking forward to spending time with her. He hadn't seen her since his last trip home nearly 12 months ago. He followed Megan on her Facebook page, where he learned more about her than in the emails they exchanged, and they Skyped each other as often as they could. As far as he could tell, Megan seemed to be going through a phase in which he swung between behaving like a ten-year-old one minute and a twenty-year-old the next. As much as he loved his daughter, he had some sympathy for his ex-wife, Jill. Living with a teenager would not be a stroll in the park. Megan was coming to stay with him a few days after he got back. He made up his mind that he would take Megan somewhere special. Just the two of them. Smiling to himself, he returned to his magazine and the eternal problems of the Middle East. He had nearly finished reading the magazines when the flight attendant put a linen placemat on his tray table and offered to top up his champagne. I think I'd like to switch to a good red. 
What Australian wines do you have? he asked. She handed him the dinner menu. We have Coonawarra and Hunter Valley Reds. The main course is lobster or duck. Hard choices, he said, smiling. Thank you. I'll go for the Hunter Shiraz, and the duck sounds good. After the delicious meal, he leaned back and closed his eyes, enjoying the luxury of stretching out his long legs along the extended seat. Enjoy the next few hours in limbo land, he told himself. Although he had some leave up his sleeve, Chris was curious as to what plans Trinity Press had for him. He knew that when he returned to work, he'd probably hit the ground running. The Bangkok office was up for grabs, and he was fairly sure that it would be offered to him. He thought he'd like that, but he also knew that he wasn't fussy. As long as the destination was abroad...